Welcome to the Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people. Hello, everybody. I'm Scott. And this is Marla. Thank you for being with us today on this podcast. It's a super special day. It is. We have a really fun guest with us. That's right. He's been with us before, Matt yes. Turner. He's is... fun because we know him personally and spend a great deal of time with him, and he's yeah. quite quite funny. And He lives up in this he does. Uh, corner of northwest Montana. And he oozes love, which is really interesting that someone in his situation who's been through so much tra- uh, trauma and abuse growing up and... Um, well, you can listen to his podcast from before <laughs> with his testimony, um, that he is just, he just oozes the love of God. That's right. And uh, we've asked Matt to come back again today. Matt to Turner, yes. Be with us on this podcast to talk to us about his new book that's out called Graced in business, in business mm-hmm. favored for success. Yeah. Now, like I said, he has already shared a portion of his testimony earlier on a, a previous podcast, and you can go back and listen to that. Um, and also, he has an ebook out about his testimony, um, and it's on our website. You can go to that at outpouringintl.com and you can get a free copy right. of his ebook. And that ebook is called Twice Resurrected by Matt Turner. So, Matt, thank you for being with us again today. Thanks. It's good to be here. And uh, so you, uh, you wrote a book, Graced in Business, Favored for Success. So it kind of gives the idea that maybe you've tried this and it worked. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. I, you know, most, most people, um, when they call themselves a Christian business— They get a sticker of a fish, they slap it on their door or on their truck, and they try to keep the Ten Commandments as best they can uh, and mostly pay their taxes. And they call it good. That's a Christian business. Uh, There's so much more. Wow. There's so much more. Okay, I'm leaning in. Okay. What's going on here? So you... you, uh, through a, a a bunch of miracles, actually through a through the favor of God, before you even started uh, in business, you you end up uh, owning and running a large construction company. Yeah, that's right. Uh, back in two thousand, um, I had I I had no money left from my settlement. A settlement from when you lost your arms. So correct. you're sitting here with us with hooks. Yeah, prosthetic arms that's and. Correct. Uh, and now you're going to own a construction company? Yeah, they call me Handyman. (laughs) (laughs) I got to give you a hand on that. (laughs) That's right. Um, But I, yeah, um, it's an amazing thing because construction work is what costs me my hands. Right. And so the fact that that construction uh, was something that God wanted me to conquer. It's almost and like a God wink, right? It really he, is. He's saying that that's what took off your hands or, and damaged correct. your hands to where they had to be removed. That's right. And it and, was a business that I had never dreamed of even yeah, being in. Yeah. Like doing asphalt, concrete work uh, on big commercial, you know, uh, big box stores, uh, being able to, uh, to do... Uh, all kinds of uh, building construction, uh, remodel work, and that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. And were you the only employee or, or did you, how did you start this business? So it started out with just um, uh, myself and another guy, a young man that I had been mentoring. And uh, we, uh, we started out, I guess it was uh, probably the spring of 2000. And, and we, um, uh, we started taking in work orders. Uh, it's an interesting story about how the business got dropped in my lap. Uh, it was a story of, of uh, you know, me following the Lord and doing some things that, that quite honestly wouldn't make any business sense. Uh, but yet the Lord blessed it and, and just placed a business in my lap that I, I had no business running, quite honestly. <laughs> you know, it, it wasn't something that... Uh, that I I knew a whole lot about. I'd only been doing the work for six months with someone else, and um, the way the Lord placed it in my lap was was amazing. And you can read about it in the book. Yeah, yeah. And so we're we're talking about a, a higher level of obedience with God, really, uh, where Holy Spirit speaks to us, He He leads us and guides us, but then we have the opportunity to say yes or no. That's correct. Uh, we have we have to. Uh, be willing to take a risk and go ahead and say, "Okay, God, this doesn't make any sense, but okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this to this person or that person." And that's what we're talking about. When in, instead of just saying, "I'm, a, I'm a Christian and I own a company," so that makes it a Christian company, and, and taking it up to another level where your business actually honors God, yeah, and people know it. And there's another factor involved here too. I'm going to guess, you said it was back in 2002 that you started this? 2000. 2000. Mm -hmm. How many kids did you still have at home living there? Uh, Actually, I had six, and then I got remarried. I had full custody of those six. Um, But then I got remarried, and I had nine. So you've got nine kids, a wife, and you're going to start a construction business without any arms. Yeah. yeah. That just makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing is God loves putting us in over our head. You know, that old saying, of, well, God's not going to give you more than you can handle. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Uh, they haven't been following the Lord very much or, or, or something. Right. I, because he does give us. Because, mm-hmm. see, in that place where he gives us more than we can handle— that's where we learn that he's our source, mm-hmm. that he's the one that's going to take us through this. He doesn't do it because he's trying to teach us a lesson. He's doing it because he wants to connect with us. Mm-hmm. He wants our hearts to be one with his heart. He wants us to know how much he loves us. He wants to make us successful in him. You know, But if our success is apart from him, then we're just doing it ourselves. That's right. He's right, the God of uh, the impossible, for sure. You know, I've heard uh, another author, I can't remember who it was, I'd give him credit for this, but I heard a, a guy say recently that uh, Christianity isn't supposed to be hard, it's just supposed to be impossible. And so that's really the realm of faith, where we trust in God for the impossible, and that's the realm he works in. That's right. He doesn't work in any other realm because he's God. And so uh, if if you're running your business and and running your Christian life in a in a manner where you can control everything and you your 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 strength is responsible for the outcome or the failure, then you're not operating in the God realm, yeah. the, the realm of the impossible. Now, does this 
what we're talking about and does this book work for someone that maybe works for somebody else? Oh yeah, it, it I, you know what? I I've, I've told I've had so many people tell me that even someone that has no desire to be in business that this book really speaks to them too because this book is about connecting with God mm. in whatever you're doing. It is it's about how God causes us to triumph in everything. It's about finding your destiny. You know, it, it's about realizing that a transactional living is uh, with between you and God is not something that that pays dividends. <laughs> mm. You know, um, business is interesting in that in this world the whole system is transactional. Yeah, you do something, you get paid for something. So it's a transactional thing. Well, if we do business with God like that, see. Uh, we then blockade the grace that God wants to give us to uh, to become and to be powerful and to do all these crazy, uh, adventurous, epic journeys that God wants to take us on. We, you know, when we think transactionally, and we take the world system into our business just simply because we're in the world, well, then that actually that negates the grace that, that that could be ours. So when we walk with God, connected to Him, even in our business, more than just keeping the Ten Commandments, man, there's such a powerful journey you go on, and you get to connect with God, you get to mature in God, and you get to find out all about Him and all about you, and you get to see other people through His eyes and treat them accordingly. Your business will become a glory center for the Lord. And that's exactly what he did with with your business. And uh, but you know, backing up a little bit before you even got into the construction business, you had gotten uh, a, a revelation of generosity because uh, you had gotten a settlement from the insurance company of the the power company that uh, was responsible for the lines being over the top of the house, which. Uh, lended to the to the accident where you lost your hands, but and and you spent the money on all kinds of things, and then after you burned all that all that up, God was like, okay, now let's do something. And exactly. the the next things you did were 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 not for yourself. I I just saw from that moment on, uh, you lived a life of generosity, and so let's talk about that a little bit because that's really where the book heads is. Uh, uh, what is your business for? What are you in? Why are you in business? What? Why do you have a dream to have a multi-million dollar business? What? What are you going to do with the the increase? Uh, all of that kind of thing. Well, I I realized um, that uh, that you know God put a dream in me when I first started. When I first started this out, I was so afraid that I wouldn't wasn't going to make enough money, and uh, so I had a couple of questions for the Lord, and one of them was, how much money? can I survive on per year with all these kids? Yes, like, yeah. How much money can I? So you're asking the unlimited <laughs> yeah. God, what, so, what's, the, what's minimum? the minimum I exactly. can buy on? And so I said, I said, okay, Lord, 60,000 a year clear. Can you do that for me? And, and I could just see the father wink and nudge Holy spirit and Jesus and go watch this. <laughs> and he goes 30 million. And I was like, huh? Wow. What? Okay, is that over a lifetime? What in the world are you talking about? Like, what does that mean? Well, the first year we did, 
I think three million. Um, and we bounced around that area for a few years and then we jumped up to 6 million and then we jumped up to 12 and then we jumped up to 18. Um, I think we're at 20 this year and, and I'm not running the business anymore. It's just, you're retired. Yeah. I'm retired and I'm an author now. My, my son's running it. And, uh, apparently some of it rubbed off on him because he's just continuing to uh, embrace the core values of the Lord in this you know, we we have. Um, I'm convinced that the Lord did this on purpose because He wanted us to be a blessing uh, to uh, to different ministries and to different uh, folks that were in need. I believe even more than that, though, that God is changing how Christians do business. He's changing the idea of what a Christian business looks like. He wants them to be glory centers. He wants them to be uh, 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 benefactors. You know, he wants them to uh, to see places in their communities where they can actually invest in people. They can invest in, in ministries. They can invest in in uh, even in you know uh, different areas of community needs. Um, and, 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 and even have their employees help out with stuff like, you know, feeding the feeding, feeding programs, community feeding pro- programs. And one of the things that your business has done is uh, started a ministry in Costa Rica. That's correct. Yeah, we, we, we got to partner with some people down in Costa Rica on a, on a wood mill uh, business. Um, right after we bought this big thing of land, uh, we had Wood Miser. He donated about a hundred thousand dollars worth of saw to us saws, and like it was just an amazing miracle. Um, and and you know here's here's the thing that I think that is super important that I learned is you remember the cloths from Paul's body mm-hmm. that went out and and healed people, right? Mm-hmm. The Lord told me, He said, when you write a check to a ministry or you write a check to that, there's a grace attached to that, just like from the cloth from Paul's body that goes out with that. When you have faith that God's going to do something with those finances in that ministry, that that grace then multiplies in that ministry and does powerful things to it. I've seen it over and over and over again. Wow. Yeah, the grace of God is is something that affects every area of our life. I mean, it's it affects our, how we get saved, uh, the way we hear God, the way our gifts operate, I mean, uh, the way we love each other, the way we receive the love of God. And so how is it that so many uh, go to work and disconnect from the grace of God, where, where you think, okay, I'm just going to work just to make a living? Uh, it's amazing to me that, that we... I guess we're so trained by by the way we were raised and trained by the way business has been done forever that we separate the our belief system from going to work or mm-hmm. starting a business. Yep. And uh, I know people pray, Lord, help me, but uh well people give to live instead of live to give. That's exactly right. Uh another another upside down principle that I've seen Matt and his son both uh, demonstrate in in their business is uh, keeping your word, even to the point of where it costs you. 
Uh, a lot of business will keep their word until it's going to be too expensive, and then they bail. They declare bankruptcy, even bankruptcy in their word, like not not for, with the bank, but they they bail out of situations that could be too expensive, uh, and then they start over and find a different customer because that one won't deal with them anymore. And uh, uh, talk about that a bit, little bit. Of, I mean, where, oh, I, where I know that you did that, <laughs> Scott, in our business when yeah. we had it. You would you just keep your word. Yeah, it hurts sometimes. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, I have. A, I actually have a really big testimony about that. So one time I. We had a half a million dollar job in the Dakotas, um, and and it, I think it was probably October, and they had an early winter that came on our concrete, fresh concrete we had just poured. That is not good, right. like a, a huge winter storm. We tinted that concrete. We put all kinds of heat on that concrete so it wouldn't freeze. Once it freezes, it's destroyed. You yeah. have to pull it up and... And, um, and so all that stuff that we did, I didn't charge the, the, the company for, uh, we didn't have it in our, um, specifically in our contract, but we did have some outs that we could take and we could go back to the, my customer and say, Hey, um, you know, we're having to spend a lot of time because of weather and that's not our fault. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we need to charge you some more money. Well, that that job actually ended up. I made no money on it. In fact, I lost about four thousand dollars on the job. But here's the thing: is I prayed about it. I said, "Lord, what am I going to do?" He said, "If you will eat this one, you'll win them forever." Man, it, he he was. And this right is with on. a national chain company, like exactly, a, or a world, actually a worldwide chain company, exactly. And <laughs> and 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 it. Oh my goodness, it was it was amazing. Like the next year, they gave us job after job after job after job. It was just, you know, they invited us to do remodels and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and this you can see this same theme repeating itself over and over and over. Marla mentioned that that, that we did that in our construction business. I just uh, chalked it up as getting to go to school. Like I paid to learn that lesson. So you can write in your contract in the future if – if unforeseen weather happens uh, and it costs us more time, then it'll be this much per hour extra to to cover it, and then you won't be springing a surprise on your customer. It's already in the contract, but and so uh, you learn lessons. But it's not the customer's fault. That's right. That you didn't write that in the contract ahead of time, and so uh, I think we could have pulled it off. We could have, you know. But would I have made a customer at that right. point? And and even if we had it written into the contract, I think I learned I better talk to the Lord first. Yeah, you know, and and that's the thing is, uh, we we can depend on logic and our own wisdom, or, or we can tap into God who sees sure. ahead. He, right. he knows the people that that are in the head office of the company that's your client. He knows how they think. Well, one of the things the Lord taught me was is that. Is that, uh, and in fact, it's in the first chapter of my book. You have to consider the source. You know, there's a lot of, you know, people say, well, consider the source when they see something that's kind of weird, you know, or, or, or off. I'd like to redeem that comment. Let's consider the source. Every decision we make, consider the source. Are you basing everything on your experience or your education? I love experience and education. I think that we should have as much as we can get. However, that's not how I make my decisions. Yeah. I mean, that is not the final say. The Lord has the final say. 
the Lord can talk to me about my business every day and what I should do. Yeah, and there's a uh, there's a trusting God. Uh, I know there's a couple times in your book that you talked about where um, situations are happening where maybe there's not any work right now. You've got an office. You've got bills coming in. What do we do? Uh, a lot of a lot of people shut down and downsize, lay off people. You know, get bail on the office, bail on on the rental of the building, whatever. And so there's a there's a, a realm where when God asks us to do something, it makes no sense. Like True. there's there's other options. There's logical options. And then God says, well, I want you to do this. And it's way out there. Tell, tell us one of those stories. Oh, well, I, <clears throat> I had a situation where I had a, a customer uh, call me, and they were about, uh, it was a department of one of my customers, and they were about half of our business. And they called me, and, and this guy was irate. He was throwing a fit and cussing me out. And, 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 and I found out that there was another guy on the phone that was replacing him. He had just been fired. And he was tasked, as his last outgoing thing to do, he was tasked with firing 20 contractors. This customer had about 50 contractors nationwide, and, uh, and he was going to fire about 20 of them. The whole thing was he was making a point. Uh, they were trying to drive, get, our, get the, the, the contractors to drive their prices down. So they were going to sacrifice 20 of us in order to, to make a point. Well, this guy's cussing me up one side, down the other. And, and I didn't understand, you know, how in the world he could possibly think that we would take advantage of them in any way. Uh, well, uh, he, he had his say, it told us he was, you know, they were taking their business elsewhere. And, uh, and we had just made the decision we were going to get into an office because our business was going so good. We were going to get into an office. We were going to take our rental home that we had been using as an office. Uh, and we were going to give it, uh, give the, the, the equity into, uh, of it to our son and, and daughter-in-law. And so, uh, <laughs> we, we told them that they got all geared up to do that. And, and then on a Friday, uh, we're supposed to sign the, the, the new lease on the new place, uh, of the business office on a Monday. And on a Friday, I get this phone call. They're going to cut me off, you know. So half my business is going away. And so here I am in this place where I have to either take my word back from my son and daughter-in-law or, you know, and just and, and regress back into and just make our business small, maybe get rid of a few people or whatever. And, um, and the Lord had a talk with me. I was, I was crying out to the Lord. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. We didn't do anything wrong, you know. And the Lord said, are you a son of my favor? Or not, and I was like, "What?" It's like, can you trust me in this? I said, "Okay, what are we doing?" He goes, "I want you to sign the lease." Uh, okay. <laughs> so in this lease, we were going to be paying three times what we were paying, and 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 we were leasing the other home back to ourselves. You know, so this was not a win-win situation. You know, and uh, as it turned out. We signed that lease on Monday. Tuesday, another customer called and said, hey, we have eight bathroom remodels 
you know, in, in these bunches, it turned into a bunch of remodels, but, but eight at the beginning. <laughs> and, and each one of those bathroom remodels, it was several bathrooms in these stores. There was, you know, into six figures. And so each one of them. And so we were, we made more money than, or at least even with what we would have made. Uh, and then after that, I don't know, it was probably eight months, we got all this done. The guy who had been on the phone with the other guy that had replaced him, he calls me back from this other company. And he says, you know, we set you up for failure, and we're sorry. We want you to come back to work for us. And they started, they, they started us working for them. And so God upped our game with another company, gave us back this other company, and then that guy started recommending us to <laughs> – to a, a whole bunch of departments that we had never worked for before. Guess what they worked for? Remodels. Mm. And I swore I'd never do a remodel because it's a cutthroat thing. I, you just, you know, people make money on the back end of a remodel and they lie up front. And so I thought, I'll never do a remodel. Boy, the Lord taught me, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and trusting the Lord in that spot. It's like, this is do or die. I mean, this is hero or zero. You're the kicker on the team that's going to go out. There's no time left on the clock, and you're going to, you got to kick a, a field goal. And if you miss, your team loses. And, and if, and this is like the, the way we have to trust God. Yeah. Except right. for God doesn't miss. That's right. And, and if we'll, if we'll lean all the way over into Him, and and allow his grace to be upon what we're involved in, whether it's business or any anything else that we're doing, then it's obviously the best way. Yeah, that's right. I love how you've said several times that you had a conversation with God. Mm-hmm. It seems like that that everything that you do in your business, and and I know in your life too, but in your business. He really is an equal partner here. He has to know everything that's going on, and he is, I mean, you have conversations. Yeah, the first chapter in my book is the first chapter in my life and business. God is my source, period. If I'm not connected to him, if I'm not hearing him and his heart for me, if I'm not hearing him and his heart for for people that work for me, I, I, I can't treat them accordingly. I can't, I can't create a culture uh, that is healthy in my business if I'm not connected to the Lord. And so everything from customer to uh, employees to, uh, uh, you know, everything that I do, I have to be connected to the Lord in that thing because he he was way smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so take me through like a day maybe. Do you... Uh, after talking to a customer, do you just take time now to talk to God about it? And, and how do you do that? How do you implement having God as a partner in your business, in your well, day-to-day thing? Well, one time we, we were going to hire, uh, hire somebody new uh, for our, um, uh, one of our su- uh, superintendents, uh, sorry, job um, superintendents. And we were going to hire somebody to help him become his helper. And, uh, and so at the time I was hearing the Lord about really trying to listen to my people and listen to their needs and do what they say, uh, or at least try to. And, um, and so I was, I was working through that at the same time I needed to hire somebody and, and they wanted a specific kind of person. 
Well, we had the opportunity to hire an engineer, uh, which we needed sometimes. And, uh, and this guy was a local guy. His dad was a businessman. And, and so, you know, my HR guy and the guy that this person would be working under, uh, they both were high on this one guy, you know. On the other hand, there was this gal named Liz. And Liz had tattoos on her arms. And, and, and not that I have any problem with that, but these tattoos looked like they were maybe done in a – in a in a penitentiary setting, yeah, and so you know, I mean, the thing is, is like I didn't, uh, I, I mean, my flesh said no, but the Lord was speaking to me, like she needs to be fathered. You should hire her; she's going to be amazing if you trust her, you know, and stuff like that. Well, as it turned out, we went with those guys' choice with the engineer. He put together a desk. And like that first day, one of those desks you get from Office Depot, uh, within three three weeks, that thing fell flat. <laughs> that was the day that he quit. Wow. And so uh, he didn't work out. I had to humble myself and get a hold of Liz and tell her I was so sorry because I'd made a mistake. She was bawling on the phone because she knew she was supposed to have this job. Now that woman runs her own department that is probably one of the larger departments yeah. of ours. I mean, she is amazing. Yeah. She's amazing with customers, amazing with the people, the, the you know, their subcontractors and everything. Uh, I, just hearing the Lord on what to do is so important. Okay, now this isn't a Christian company that you run. A Christian as far as it's not a church or something. Um, it's not a ministry is what I'm trying to say, right. but I heard you say that you were supposed to father her. Yes, that's correct. So yeah. you have, you're investing your life and, and everything into the employees. Yeah. You can read Liz's story in my book. Like I asked her to write in it and, um, and, and she, uh, she would come in my office and, and, and she, she was going through a terrible marriage situation. The guy was treating her horrible. And I would look her in the eyes and say exactly what the father's heart was. I said, God is saying that you deserve more. You deserve to be treated with honor and love and respect. And she would just fall. And she ended up getting, later on, getting married to a Christian guy that just loves her, takes care of her. And, uh, yeah, they they go to church together. She got she was agnostic. Wow. She's Christian yeah. now. It so seems like take, whenever Jesus shows up, it's not always convenient. Yeah. Like you're trying to run a company, and then he asks you to take time out for the individuals that are that are hurting. And, well, and it's, because, it's because he's not just a Christian company. He's also a ministry. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's because I trust the Lord. Right. I don't feel like I'm having to juggle nine balls in the air. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so uh, thank you for, for being with us today, Matt. And uh, if this uh, conversation today has done anything, it's increased my faith that to incorporate God in everything that I do. Yeah. And uh, we want to give everybody uh, an opportunity to get a hold of a copy of this book that Matt wrote. Yeah, Graced in Business, Favored for Success. And um, you can go to our website at outpouringintl.com. And you can, under the radio, there's a spot where you can... Uh, Give us a suggested donation of $20 or more, and that will help Matt's ministry as well as ours. And we'll send this book out to you right away. He also has a free ebook on our website. 
that you can have. And that's his testimony of how he, well, he was abused as a child and he grew up, um, once he grew up and got out of the army, he lost his arms and then how he started the construction company. So it's, there's just a whole lot of information there that you can get yeah, to really be the encouraged. Two, the two go together. If you have time, get the ebook first, read that first, and then read Graced in Business, Favored for Success. And it'll be a total package where you're, it'll, It'll, it'll change the way you look at God, the change the way you look at yourself, and change the way you love others around you. And so uh, thank you again, Matt, for being with us today. Thank you, everybody, for being on the cast today with us. And if you're interested in having Matt come to your church or your ministry or even to your business to uh, get some advice, consultations, Matt's available, just let us know and we'll connect you. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you later. Thanks for joining us on the Church Doctors Podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at outpouringintl.com.